Thank you for taking time to listen to this week's message from First Orlando. You can find even more content, including video archives of this and other past messages at firstorlando.com. And if you're in the Orlando area, be sure to visit us sometime soon. Now, enjoy this podcast from First Orlando. You ever feel disappointed with God that He didn't show up when you wanted Him to? Or maybe uh, you were disappointed at what He did. It's kind of like when you get a gift that you don't know what to say because it is a real disappointment. I mean, what do you say? Um, I've learned to say, oh my goodness, thank you. I, I never got anything like this. That's very special. You know, no matter what you say, it's, it's hard to hide disappointment. Can I, can I tell you what the worst gifts are in 2023? Uh, a business journal did a little uh, work to help us. Do you want to guess what the worst gift is? According to their research, in fact, almost a quarter of Americans said, don't give it. Anybody have a guess? Fruitcake, you got it, number one. <laughs> you know what was right after that? A political gift. And right after that, <laughs> a diet program. <laughs> no, no, we don't need to hear about what program you think. And then, in keeping with that theme, a gym membership. That's not what you want during this time. So think about when you're disappointed. You know, the Bible says God's not slow. In the fullness of time, Paul said, Jesus was born of a virgin. Though it seemed like to them a long time. And when you don't understand him, when it seems like it's been a long time, you have to learn a word, faith. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, now these three abide, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. All three of them have to do with this, this season, this night. Because sometimes you have to believe what you can't see. And you have to trust God who, who knows what you need more than you. And you've got to believe that he will do what he said. There's a verse in 1 Corinthians 13 that is always interesting because it, it, it just helps us understand the journey that we're on. Let me read it. It's chapter 13, verse 9. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes... The partial will pass away. In other words, one day we're going to understand. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see through a mirror dimly or a glass dimly. But then face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall fully no, even as I have been fully known. In other words, it's okay to not understand right now. We're all looking through a glass dimly, but one day it'll be crystal clear. So what are we supposed to do till then? 
faith. We walk not by sight, but by faith. You believe. And you believe that God did that for you. When I was a kid, I wanted an aquarium, a 10-gallon aquarium. And man, I dropped every hint I knew how to drop. And then it happened. One week before Christmas, the phone rang at the house, the only phone we had, the landline. I answered as a kid, said, hello. And they said, uh, is this a youth residence? I said, yes. I'm from Sears, the lady said, and your aquarium has arrived. I'm like, oh my goodness, God spoke through somebody from Sears. I, I, I was so excited. And I told my mom about it, and she goes, that, that can't be right. That's not for you. They made a mistake. They called the wrong number. Did you know I trusted my mom? <laughs> I believed my mom. And I said, okay, well, it's not for me then. But it was. On Christmas morning, I saw there's somebody today that doesn't think it was for them, that Jesus came for you, but he did. Isaiah says, for unto us a child has been born and a son has been given. Even the angels, when they appeared that night, what'd they say? They told those shepherds, I have good news, fear not. I have great joy that will be for all the people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Do you hear that? It's for you. When you can't understand, when it doesn't make sense, you got to believe. You have to have faith. It's for you. And when you believe that, you have hope. And as long as we remember where there is Jesus, there is hope. He is the hope of the world. We think about what we put our hope in. Hope is a powerful force. I mean, it moves the world. No matter how bad things are, you know what hope tells us? It can be better. It tells us it's going to get better. And sometimes our hope is strong, but it's in the wrong things. Things that don't give hope. I, you know, I know we've all done this. I got I to gotta have some lights in the house. How many of you have ever said this? As a kid growing up or last week to your spouse, okay, ready? I promise you, if you give me that, I will never ask for anything else. <laughs> that, let me see your hand. Thank you, man. He was quick right here. Thank you. And the rest of your line in church, I can't. <laughs> We all do that. We want it. We think it's going to fix everything. I told my parents one time, if you get me a Daisy Red Rider BB gun, <laughs> it's all I'll ask for. I won't ever ask for anything else. They gave it to me. About a month later, my dad comes in my room with it in his hand. He said, you know where I found this? And I knew I was caught. He said, David, it was in the yard. It was being rained on. It's going to rust. I thought this was the gift that you would never want anything else. 
That lesson has stayed with me all these years. Because sometimes we put our hope in the wrong things. And they disappoint over and over and over. But when you have hope in Him, when you have hope in Jesus, He never disappoints. He's the hope of the world. Even the psalmist said, oh now, Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. And you remember I said Isaiah spoke 700 years before Christ. And he says, there's a son coming and, and a child is going to be born. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Do you know what the name Mighty God, you know where that shows up in the Old Testament? When Moses was standing at the Red Sea and the Egyptian army was coming fast to kill him and all the Israelites. And he looks up and God says this, hold your peace, be silent, I will fight for you. I am your God. In other words, the birth of Jesus is like God saying to all of us, you don't have to be afraid anymore. I'll fight for you. I'm there for you. After all, his name is Emmanuel. God with us. And think what he did. He came and defeated our enemy. And he came to set us free from sin and to change us from the inside. And then he was raised from the dead as if to say, even death, your greatest enemy, I will take care of you. We have a living hope. And he is a hope that will not disappoint. I'm sure the only thing you could say is, well, I'm not sure that applies to me, or why would he do that for me? Let me give you the good news. He did that for you for one reason, because God loves you. You've listened to songs, maybe we grew up with them, songs about Santa Claus that he keeps a list, and he's checking it twice, and he knows whether you've been naughty or nice. So I'm listening to an artist, a Christian artist that I, Rachel and I had the privilege of seeing her in a, in a little concert in Nashville, Tasha Layton. She sang, with, she backed up Katy Perry and then had a, a, a life change and came and said, you know, Lord, I'll sing for you. So she released a Christmas album. And I'm listening to this song because I never heard of it. How many of you have ever heard of a song, Diddly Squat? Diddly, I mean, you know what that means? Diddly squat? It means zero. I mean, nothing. Here are the words. Oh, I just got a message from old St. Nick way up in Christmas land. He says the toys for good girls and boys are being made as planned. There's a truck for little Billy and a dolly for Molly, dear. But you ain't getting diddly squat because you really messed up this year. You ain't getting diddly squat because you really messed up this year. I got some good news for you. Yeah, you messed up. We all have. In fact, the Bible says that we are all sinners. But here's the good news. Didn't come from Christmas land. Didn't come from Saint Nick. It came from one who reigns, who created you who formed the heavens and the earth. And this is the message he sent to you. For God so loved the world. 
that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he goes on to tell us in Romans 5, 8, but God showed his love for us that while we were still sinners, messed up, Christ died for us. We may feel like we don't deserve diddly squat, but you know what Christmas is all about? It's about giving to those what we could never get on our own. Doing something for us, we couldn't, we couldn't fix our world. We couldn't fix our life. It was broken. God created us and sin entered this world and it separated us from our creator. And so God could have just said enough for this. You're all messed up. You're not getting diddly squat from me. You know what he did? He loved us and he sent his son to take our place on a cross to deal with our sin so that we could be forgiven and we could have a restored relationship with God. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. He loved us. And when you put your faith in him, your life changes. You understand the love of Christ. Christmas makes sense. And his love never fails. You know, one day we won't need faith. Because we'll see him. We'll be there. I mean, we don't have to live by faith because we are there. And we don't need hope because reality has come. And we are there with him. But you know what will never fail? What will never end? Love. Love. It's how we got there. It's why there is a Christmas I want to invite you, if you would, all of us, just bow our heads for a moment. Make this a time just to thank God for his love. Thank you that though you might have messed up this year, God loves you. I know it sounds too good to be true, but can we thank him for that? Can we thank him that God has a gift for us? We just need to receive it and open it. So with our heads bowed, if you've never put your faith in Christ, you've never received the gift of God's Son. You've never said, Jesus, I believe in you. Would you simply tell him right now? In your own words, I'll give you words that'll help you if it, if it helps. Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for coming to this earth for me. And thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. And Jesus, today, I need you. I believe in you. Thank you for your love. I have faith. I have hope. But the greatest of all, I have your love. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now look this way a moment. I know in the quietness of this room, the darkness of the room, there was someone that just, in your words maybe, said that. And you know what? God heard. Your life will be changed. Thanks again for listening to the First Orlando Podcast. For more information like our service times, location, and other contact information, be sure to visit us online at firstorlando.com. Have a great week.